Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey guys, it's Walter Montero, and welcome to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. This week I wanted to talk to you about private mortgages, because quite honestly, I think they're going to really uh, come into popularity, given that the um, new rules uh, of the stress test are going to be kicking in on January 1st. And uh, even though we deal with private mortgages um, a little bit, I mean, we don't deal with them a lot in comparison to some uh, brokerages, but we deal with them uh, a fair bit, I guess. But I think we're going to be dealing with them a lot more in the new year, given these new rules. Of course, typically people go to a bank or a trust company or a credit union or an insurance company for a mortgage. So, you know, they are very specific about lending on a certain set of guidelines. And if you don't fit those guidelines, then you basically have to either just not borrow the money or seek out a bank alternative, which is usually a private source. And um, that's usually through a private individual or through mortgage investment corporations, otherwise known as MIX. So when these lenders are determining whether to lend you a private mortgage or not, they typically look at something that I've sort of wrapped up into an acronym called EPIC, and uh, that's E-P-I-C, and uh, they basically stand for equity, property, income, and credit. So when they're looking at your equity, they're looking at your, obviously, your equity position. So how much of your money do you have in your into the property in comparison to the value? Uh, they look at the property. Uh, it's general condition. They usually like to lend on good condition properties, good locations, good marketability, and um, obviously a good current use. Uh, usually for me, I like residential properties because they're usually very marketable and easy to sell in the event that there is an issue with the mortgage. Of course, they also look at income. So in other words, does your income support the payments that uh, you're looking to take on? And uh, usually with private individuals, they're usually a little bit more tolerant in terms of a higher payment or a higher percentage of your income going towards your mortgage payments, where lending institutions are a little bit more conservative in that number, uh, private individuals are not. And then, of course, they look at the final part, which is the C, which is your credit. Is it good or is it bad? Usually people that are borrowing from private sources have had challenges on their credit it's either you're just a sloppy payer or you've had one-off situations. You've had disputes with creditors that you're trying to straighten up that have caused you uh, credit problems. Maybe you went through a marriage split up. Marriage split ups are always a little bit uh, taxing on people's credit bureaus because, you know, things go missed or there's stress and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Job losses, that's usually something that can affect uh, your credit rating and uh, not because you've lost a job, but because you've lost that sort of that stream of income and maybe your um, payments on your credit cards or your loans and that sort of thing have gone a little bit amiss. And of course, there's illness as well. And uh, we look, private individual look at all those things and uh, make sure that uh, we're not dealing with somebody that's just crazy and chronic that's not going to pay them back either. Okay. So, uh, so I guess when somebody says no, you've got to determine whether, you know, a private mortgage is right for you or not. If if not, if you simply don't want to go down that route, you simply accept the answer and you live with it. And that could mean just continuing to pay the way you're paying or, you know, perhaps even having to sell the property. But a private mortgage does give you an alternative of keeping the property or staying within your property. So I guess uh, the, the terms that you've got to do, I guess what you've got to decipher is whether this is the right thing for you. I think for me, when I look at these things, 
if it's somebody that's sort of prolonging the inevitable, so in other words, things have gotten worse in their life and there's no light at the end of the tunnel, I don't think a private mortgage is the right thing for you. I think probably the best thing for you to do would probably just be to sell the property and get on with your life, get the equity out of that position and, um, and then move on, buy something cheaper or maybe go back into the rental market and uh, get out of the uh, get out of the housing market. But if your if your plight is seems to be like it's going to be temporary in nature, or put you in a better situation, then a private mortgage is probably a good idea. It does you know give you sort of a short term solution because they're usually one to two years long. Repayments can be a little bit more flexible than a regular lending institution. They can be either interest-only payments to keep them nice and cheap, or they could be blended payments if you want that. Or in some cases, they can be no payments at all, which is what we call an interest accruing mortgage, which basically just means you're going to borrow the money for a year or two years, and the interest is going to accrue, and you're going to pay it back when the mortgage comes due in a year or two years with the principal and all the interest that it is accrued. Okay. Now, in terms of rates, what you're looking for is you're looking at higher rates. Uh, these are higher risk mortgages, so the individuals that invest in them are looking for a return. They, they're willing to take the chance, but they're also looking for the return. First mortgages usually vary anywhere from 7 to 10%. Second mortgages vary usually anywhere from 10 right up to 17 or 18%, depending on the situation. But again, when you determine whether a private mortgage is right for you, I still say that if it puts you in a better situation, then by all means, they're a good thing to do. If they don't, then obviously you've got some decisions to make. Okay. So the bottom line is if you're looking for a private mortgage and you feel it's going to put you in a better situation and then having to sell the property, then I would invite you to give us a call. Uh, you can reach us at 519-624-9222, or you can send us a quick email at walter at maximumresults.ca. And uh, we can just do a sort of a quick needs analysis for you to determine whether a private mortgage is right for you or not. All right. If you have any questions about uh, this week's show, I know it's usually a topic that gets um, a lot of attention. By all means, I invite you to call us. Okay. And then, of course, the other thing I'd like to uh, put out there is if you're a private individual that is looking to invest in private mortgages, we can also talk to you about that. We're all, we always have people looking for private money and uh, we can perhaps help you line up with somebody that uh, needs your help. Okay. Thanks very much. I hope you enjoyed this week's show and uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519-624-9222 or walter at maximumresults.ca or you can find me online at www.cambridgehouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222 or email karen at karen at maximumresults.ca or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, R as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great week.